This is JFM Podcast. A very beautiful Thursday morning to you. Welcome to another day in the life of the world. It is the 1st of April 2021 and it is one minute past the hour of nine. This is your favorite morning radio current affairs program. Let's talk. And this morning, our focus is on health. And we'll be looking at malaria causes and prevention amid COVID-19. Malaria is a life-threatening disease caused by parasites that are transmitted to people through the bite of infected female Anopheles mosquitoes. And it is preventable and it is curable also. And uh, malaria is spread uh, by this plasmodium. Uh, this parasite is spread to the human being by the bite of the female Anopheles mosquito, which strikes from dusk till dawn. And most uh, recent uh, statistics we're getting here uh, in 20... In 2018, the falciparum accounted for about 99.7% of estimated malaria cases in, w, in the WHO African region, 50% of cases in WHO South East Asia region, 71% of cases in the Eastern Mediterranean, and 65 of the Western Pacific. And uh, malaria continues uh, to ravage the world. It's still a burden. And uh, today, we have an expert with us in the studio to break down uh, what malaria is and uh, what we can begin to do to prevent malaria as well. So we have in the studio with us this morning, Mr. Chris Bewa. Mr. Chris Bewa, thank you for joining us. Good morning, listeners. Good morning to you. And uh, how has it been? How are you doing? How is uh, malaria going amid COVID-19? We're, do we're doing malaria. We're doing fine, but you know, as as you have said, amidst COVID nineteen, mm. you know, it, it had a lot of hitches because uh, malaria itself has a lot of interventions, and the interventions of malaria actually will require you coming closer to the community because for you to achieve anything in malaria prevention or whatever activity you do in malaria will require you going to communities, working close with the communities, and also require community participation. Mm. Unfortunately, COVID-19 requires social distancing. It requires prevention, a lot of prevention activities that do not require close human contact, and that has hindered a lot of, of our activities. Mm. And considering the lockdown that we... We just celebrated the anniversary not long ago. That also has hindered a lot and has made a, the search to come back again. Hmm. Well, you are the program manager, Plateau State Malaria Elimination Program. So people often say someone had malaria or somebody uh, has malaria. But I understand also that there are several strains of malaria. There are different types of malaria. Yes, there are 
malaria is the you know we as experts we don't consider once you have malaria you have malaria but you know malaria is a disease that normally is caused by plasmodium it is the plasmodiums that they differs you have the falciparum which it has you have given us the statistics over 99% especially in plateau state and in nigeria at large in Plantusi particularly, most of the malaria that is caused is caused by the falciparum mm. species. Mm. We also have the malaria. We also have the vivax. We also have the uh, noeli. Mm. But the commonest one that you have among us within here is the falciparum. The falciparum particularly uh, has these characteristics. Mm-hmm. It has high infectivity. And uh, uh, that's why you see uh, where you have falciparum spreading among the population, you see a lot of people coming down with malaria. But fortunately, as God is always merciful in his own activities, the falciparum is also the species that is very, very susceptible to mm. drugs. Oh, wow. So that has make it. But uh, in as much as, but if you don't have drugs, and it also have a very shorter incubation period of between 10 to 14 days, which also uh, collaborate with that of uh, COVID-19. Mm. And that, that short incubation period makes a lot of people to come down with malaria at a very, very faster mm. uh, period. Yes. Wow. So besides the falciparum, which other one is common? Which the commonest one is, 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 is malaria. Malaria. But the, the good thing about the malaria is that uh, they is not it doesn't have that high infectivity and the incubation period is long. It reaches uh, between twenty seven to thirty days. And the good thing about it is that it can remain in your system for over thirty years mm. without showing any symptoms. Wow. Yes. But it is not always uh, being susceptible to drugs as the first problem that we have among us okay now let's look another at another uh, thing here uh the rainy season is soon approaching and that's the mosquito season too caught with the heat the heat the rain all of this combination uh, so when we look at that now a lot of people also feel like um we've been talking about eradicating malaria uh, for a very long time now some may have even lost hope concerning that so with the rains coming and the rainy season upon us what can we also uh, begin to take note of and put in place you know as as, as we normally said the, 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 for you to to have a headway in any program in any uh, uh, disease elimination the best you can have is community participation if the community sees it as this is our own problem and we want to work with you so that we can see how we can get this thing done. Because, yes, for you, at least the government uh, uh, political will, you also need that one, but that is not as important as the people because the people have been directly been affected by this uh, disease. Uh, looking at the economic uh, I, I, Effects. Looking at any other, all other effects that, but particularly now that the reason has come, all that we normally ask and tell our people in the communities that we have distributed mosquito nets. Mm. Unfortunately, again, because of COVID nineteen, 
the community activities that we're supposed to go around and then always because we have what we call community directed distributors which are in the communities and these are people that normally the community select them and they go in and check are you actually sleeping inside under your mosquito nets you understand so unfortunately we couldn't do these activities because of COVID-19 most of our partners currently couldn't could not do a lot of the activities they're supposed to do because they are still even working at home because of COVID-19. But most importantly, even with or without partners, you as a person, if you have children, you are a woman, particularly, you know, as I tell people that it's like COVID, uh, malaria is a, is, is a disease that is caused by a very beautiful female anopheles mosquito, which is a woman. And uh, the disease also has... It's not a woman, it's just a female species. We refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but why is it okay. that most times a female species of plants or animals turn out to be the potent ones? You do on, on you know that I I is as I said again is God in His own creation hmm. that they need blood, particularly mos- mosquitoes don't bite because they just want to bite. They bite because they require blood in their system. That is their food to, to lay eggs. So they just get without bad blood. Press. Without bl- blood, they cannot lay eggs. So if you stop them. If you use that, right, our interventions are done in a way that you stop these uh, female mosquitoes from getting blood. Mm. And once you stop them from getting blood, you, de- you depopulate them because they cannot lay eggs and they cannot uh, uh, populate. So mm. these are the things. That That's interesting because we've heard that um, in some other climes, they have mosquitoes, but the mosquitoes cannot infect. Yes. That's another one you can use. We've not, you've not asked us for, but that, that's another prevention method oh. using other sterile mosquito. Uh, okay, that then, yes, method. the prevention method. So what normally happens is that these mosquitoes, you now allow them to go into the community, into into in, into the space. They now uh, 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 have the male fertilize them and they give birth to another mosquitoes mm. which cannot infect. Let me also make it very clear. Mosquito don't have the parasite. It is when they bite you looking for blood, you have that uh, malaria in you that they also carry that parasite from you and they move it to the next person. Okay, so it's not, so the, it's not the mosquito all that the mosquitoes, the parasite. No, all the mosquitoes, no, no any female mosquito is born with malaria. Oh. They are born sterile. So if they come, they bite me, Chris, and I, I already have... You activate ma- it. I, yes, then they have uh, malaria. I have the parasite, plasmodium parasite in me. It will not carry that parasite. So how does then one take get that parasite the plasmodium to parasite? Research, you know, a lot, research have a lot of uh, theories that, you know, a lot of disease, our disease, but as it is, or that we research we have done, we have not, I've never seen a mosquito that is born with a parasite in it. Because we feed them, you have, we have insectarium, you go to the our, our research center, they are there. If you want to infect them, you get somebody with mosquito, with malaria, and infect them. If you don't want to infect them, you only feed them with uh, glucose. And then you get somebody who don't have, because if you want them to also 
lay eggs, you must get somebody who will every morning come and put his hand inside, in the evening come and put his hand inside. They will buy that person, and then if not, how do you run the research? A lot of things have to be done. Okay, that's that's pretty bizarre because I've always thought that it's the mosquito that carries the malaria, no. and when it bites you, it gives you the malaria. No. All mosquitoes are monstrous. Interesting. Born with it. Wow. So um, science has a lot to do to bring that information yes, yes. to us, and you just also wonder why we haven't gotten that information, being that malaria is very prevalent in these areas. Are we not conducting enough research in these areas? We are doing a lot of research, especially even in in, in, in Plateau. Hmm. In Plateau, we are doing a lot of research. We are doing research even in, in entomology. But you know, the thing is that we we they, 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 we are, we. We, we are not much into uh, public health history. Because if you dig deep into public health history, you know, just like somebody will come and tell you he discovered you in, in Nigeria. But you have been living. Mm. You understand? Yes. So it is where So it is where he met you that he discovered you. Mm-hmm. So that, that has always been the, the, the because the person that did the research and discovered that a lot of people were dying and then research was taken and then they discovered that it is that malaria that is causing it. Mm. I know the word malaria particularly is just a word that describes a dirty place. Mm. And that's why the disease is mal e. So Mali is a where, where you are a surrounding where the the smells. So mostly before the disease is found with people around that side. Overcrowded, yes, overcrowded city areas. areas because that provide a, a a breathing space. But also research have shown that the as much as the disease is prevalent there, mosquito is a very clean animal that don't want insect that don't don't breed in those dirty places. You also need a clean water to breathe. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. This mosquito, I don't know if it's still getting bad press. <laughs> <laughs> well, malaria in Nigeria, there are an estimated 100 million malaria cases with over 300,000 deaths per year in Nigeria. And this compares with 215,000 deaths per year in Nigeria from HIV AIDS. So uh, we can see that malaria contributes to an estimated 11% of maternal mortality. And uh, are there any vaccines for malaria? We've seen suddenly a vaccine has come out for COVID and malaria has been with us even much longer. There is a vaccine. We have a candidate vaccine. Fortunately, that candidate vaccine was tried by uh, our researcher, Mm. our uh, principal investigator, uh, who is Professor Stephen Oguchi from the University of Just. That vaccine was also tried in VOM. A lot of people don't know about this. Please tell the us. The vaccine about this. was also tried in VOM, and we've also discovered that that vaccine can give sixty percent. You know, the, uh, malaria, particularly the the impact of malaria, is most felt on children mm. under five and pregnant yes, women. Yes. But this vaccine, though, for now, it is targeted only to see that we reduce that uh, effect on children under five. And that vaccine have shown 60% mm. that if you give to 100 people, 60, 100 children, 60% of them, if you give 10, 6 will definitely not come down with malaria. But you know that if you have well, a candidate vaccine, a number, WHO... Because it's above average at yes, least. Yes. But you know... A lot vaccine for COVID-19 
you know, the, the world has uh, health also has its own politics, what we call the politics of health. Mm. Yes, malaria is seen as a disease for that disease that uh, is, is an African disease. Yes, I was just going to ask why has it been difficult to produce a vaccine for malaria? Is the, it the vaccine it affects, is, is on it trial. It affects advanced countries. Yes, because they actually, and then, you know, vaccines are normally being given, mostly they're being given free. Our African leaders need to wake up. Hmm. Is it that we cannot produce these vaccines? We can produce. If we can produce vaccines for animals in VOM, then the same place can be also be used to produce vaccines for people. We can also do our local research and get these drugs done. A lot of drugs have been discovered in Africa. A lot. But they were taken, uh, into, taken to Europe, developed, and then they sell this drug back to Africa. So it's, it's just because we as Africans were not serious. Hmm. So it, it just it almost seems as though you know when it's our problem it takes forever for us to solve it, but when it's a global problem, uh, solution comes faster. So why are we not taking something like malaria that kills three hundred thousand people per year, even more than HIV does? Why are we not taking it serious enough? Why is that, it, or is that, is it individuals? Is it government? Is it both? It's both because uh, we first of all for you to to be able to tackle a, a, a very large disease condition like uh, malaria you need a strong political will mm. how much of resources is being pumped is invested in malaria in nigeria particularly and how much within this shortest period of covid19 how much of resources have been pumped into covid19 a lot of resources have been, have been given to states. If we also have the same dedication, just just look at it. The name is called Rollback Malaria. The mm. program is called Rollback Malaria. And why is it called Rollback Malaria? Around 1945, particularly, the world actually have fought malaria to an extent that malaria is coming to a standstill. Then Europe maintained their space. Other countries maintain their space, and in Africa, we went to sleep. Hmm. And then it rolled back again. You know, once you have a disease that you are trying to eliminate, and then you have gotten a lot, you have done a lot that you're supposed to do, and then you win, and you went to you 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 you, 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 relax. you, you relax and sleep over it. Once that disease come back, you will come back in full force because immunity has been down. So is it? Would you down. say it's because so, of and that's COVID? Why we are saying we are now trying to roll it back, mm-hmm. just to to go back to 1947, 1945. So would you would you would you put that on COVID or the general neglect? Yes, one is on general neglect of 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 of, of people who are supposed to do that responsibility. You, you, then, secondly, on COVID, the harm that COVID has done to the health system alone is something. Um, just fortunately, we only we, we we thank God Almighty because the the the, the impact of COVID on Africa particularly it's not as bad as it is you know you go to Europe now a lot of countries are still on lockdown mm. and in Nigeria we are still uh, I'm here in JFM with you Machunga you understand in, in other places you cannot go I remember during the last uh, uh, World Malaria Day uh, with Cascada in fact we had to be showing pass to go and do program activities to go and do radio uh, outings but today we thank God that we are no longer doing that. Mm. But the impact of COVID, the good thing is that 
like for malaria, the impact is mostly on pregnant women and children under five, and as God would make it in Africa, particularly in Nigeria, that impact is not much on that. If you look at the infectivity, you look at the, 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 the severity of the disease, severity of the disease particularly on pregnant women and children under five, God is so merciful. I always tell people that God is just merciful to us, that you can see that a lot of them don't, that are not, they do not have the severe COVID disease. Mm. But the impact of COVID is this. For you, if you pre- if you go to hospital, you present with the symptoms of malaria, and those symptoms of malaria are the same symptoms you prevent you present with COVID. And if I'm a health worker and I'm not fully protected, I need a mask, I need hand washing machine, uh, hand washing uh, uh, veronica buckets, I need soap, and I need uh, hand sanitizer. All these things are supposed to put in place, and I don't have an insurance. If I die, I die. Hmm. And I have a family to take care of. So if you present with malaria, a lot of people will run away and leave you because they think you have COVID. Yes, I saw. And you know that they, 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 only the distinguished uh, symptoms between COVID and malaria. and malaria, particularly, is this loss of smell and taste. Mm. But all the symptoms you present will come the same fever cases that you present. Yeah, I saw early on where Sanwalu was telling uh, Lagosians basically that all the, the medical practitioners, like, they should consider every fever COVID. Yes. Okay, now let's look at another um, aspect of all of this. When it comes to um, causes now, let's talk about the major causes of malaria. Let's outline it so our listener out there can know exactly perhaps what they're doing right or wrong. The major causes of malaria is not medically. You said what, what causes malaria? Mm. To us, we said it's plasmodium. Falciparum. Like okay, so how, how do we? No, no. I'm, I'm coming. Mm. We said it's plasmodium falciparum. But for a program, mm. we don't look at it that way because if you have your attitude too, your attitude as a person promotes that too. Environmental uh, activities that you do around is the major cause. Mm. of this because you need so let me also make it very clear that malaria it cannot is not only being transmitted by my mosquito alone you can transmit malaria from mother to child that is through the placenta and that is another cause so you also need to prevent that too mm. you can also transmit malaria during blood transmission and you need to take care of that too and then before we share needles and up to today those who are uh, into drugs still share needles and if I have malaria I prick myself and I give it to you I transmit malaria to you these are other causes of malaria transmission but the major cause that the program is bothered about is the one that has to individual do individual responsibility yes it's mosquito the one that has to do with mosquitoes mm. what do you do as a person, what do I do as a person? That told you, I told you before that community participation still remains the best method. And what do you do? Look at your environment. Before we have environmental sanitation officer that goes in and out of houses, check these houses and see how do you dispose water that you used to wash? How do you, if you bath, where is your water going to? Nobody check these things again. But if you look at before, the, the, the prevention of malaria is, is, is low. You cannot keep animals very close to the house. You cannot also farm very close to the house. All of this, all this farming that you do, very close to your house, you are also providing a place for mosquitoes to breed. And then, as we have said, mosquitoes are mostly nocturnal. 
you as a person, what do you do? If you must, if you are also nocturnal as mosquitoes, which definitely you meet with them, <laughs> then you need to you change have the your, same your, your as them. yes. So you also need to put a, a dressing. You need to put a long sleeves. You need to have if you, you wear a shoe, and then with stockings so that at least you can stock your your, your trouser into it. So that can also prevent. We also have some simple other methods, simple like that repellent or program. We don't use repellent because most of them they are not been, they do not pass the uh, environmental protection uh, standards that mm. they are supposed to pass. So we don't use those ones. Wow. Well, that's interesting. There's also something I see, uh, especially during the rainy season, or let's say when some, someone goes to change their tire, they always ask for the tire back. Before you know the next rainy season, water, you know, stores in those tires and just kick one of them and mm. see the amount of mosquitoes. mosquitoes that come out. People also store water because maybe they don't have enough water in their area. You wash with water, you keep it. You wash your dishes, you keep the water mm. because you want to use it again later on, maybe to flush your toilets and all of that so um does it matter if the water is clean or dirty because some people may feel okay the water i'm keeping is clean water i'm sure mosquito would not come here it's only dirty water that mosquito goes to like i said again mosquito is a very is, is a very clean animal it's a very clean, clean insect they don't like dirty water if you see where they breathe the water like you said particularly those tires mm. if you if you look at look inside those tires you see very clean water they're not dirty water they're not like water that maybe no even sometimes on the road, on the road, these potholes that you see, and that's why I see most of the malaria prevention activities, drainages that you see, a lot of uh, you had, like particularly you said, if they are intervening in malaria, they will go to the state, they will do drainages for them so that ensure that water flows easily. And talking about drainages, I saw I think Amadou Bello Way is being uh, the drainages are being cleaned out. Yes. At this time, I saw yes. that about day before yesterday. Yes. Yes, but you know, in Plateau again, I think the Plateau is lucky because we are going to we are implementing what they call seasonal malaria chemotherapy for the under fives. Mm, what does that mean? Pre uh, seasonal chemo prevention activity, like Plateau said, is the only state that is going to do about five rounds of drugs. What normally happens is this: you study the raining period that you have in the state, and then at the beginning, you have. A drug that you go into houses, house to house, and give this to all the children that are under five. You understand? For but in Plateau, because we have a longer period of rainy season, we are going to give five rounds. It's the only state in this country that's going to do that one, and we have a partner that is going to do that for us. Let's like, call the Malaria Consortium. Mm. It's a UK eight uh, program. So for that one, you go to house to house. You understand? You you mobilize all these houses, then you take this drug. It's just a drug that you give uh, to, 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 to these children, and then they will take this drug. And once you give them those drugs, you know that they are the most, mostly they are the people that come down with uh, uh, severe malaria. Though the elderly people too. Mm. The research has also shown that most of these fall and die that you are hearing, that malaria have been implicated mostly in it. Because malaria has a lot of uh, cardiac, it causes cardiac collapse. And people are, that's why I, I, the state and the nation particularly will need to wake up. Hmm. So and people also have, need to wake up that malaria is dangerous. Do we have um, resistant malaria? Because some people will tell you that they've treated malaria over and over and over and over again, but they keep having malaria. You see, the thing is that, uh, again, I want to advise that 
in plateau here, particularly malaria is considered a primary health care disease. Though because of the attitude of the people that they see that going to a primary health care center, they belittle it. That's, that's the main issue. Mm. But malaria is a primary health care disease because every remote area you go, you get a primary health care center. And that's why we place all these drugs there and the RDT. Normally, a lot of people have taken upon themselves to be medical doctors for malaria. Mm. So if they have fever, and there are a lot of diseases that causes fever, and they always implicate uh, my beautiful mosquito. Most of the time, it might not be the mosquito. It might be that you have typhoid fever. But you see, the thing is that the gold standard still remains that you go for tests. Test first before you treat. And most of the time, they don't test. And let, it make, let me make it very clear online that microscopy, malaria microscopy is the gold standard as it is. But it's only expert malaria microscopists that can do that for you. And in Plateau State, uh, Machunga, you will, you, you, you will be so surprised to hear that we only have one WHO certified malaria uh, distinct who is an Indian. We have one that used, used to be in in, in, in Vom. I don't know whether she's here. She's there of the land. And we also have one that is used to be a, a, a soldier that is in in, in Rukuba Barracks. But we only have one WHO certified microscopist. Hmm. So that's so why we, we that insist. what entail? Who is a microscopist? Microscopist is the person that has the expertise. Mm. to look into the electronic micros- microscope and tell you that, yes, this is malaria, that is, this is the plasmodium inside. Only one person? Only one. And so that all is, the other... That is Professor uh, Damien. So all the from other University of Georgia, tests and results... The only one... So what we have done now is that we have moved them to grade level four. The, the program in Plateau State, we have trained people in youth. We have also trained people in all the uh, at both Plateau Hospital, even the university. We, we've taken a lot of people to go. And the highest we have done is to move them to grade level four. So most of these places that you go, that you are running malaria microscopy and that you are seeing, there is artifacts you are seeing. So the easiest thing to do, and people don't even re- refuse to do it, is to do the RDT. And the RDT is antigen-antibody reaction. What the highest the antigen is that if, if malaria infects you, mm. you, you know, it's a foreign body. You now release antibodies against the malaria. The, 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 the plasmodium is the antigen. Mm. So you now remove antibodies. It's just like somebody will come into this studio and he wants to fight you. All Everybody that is there will gather and fight that person back. Mm-hmm. So that's what your body will do. Mobilize resources mm-hmm. and fight that person. So what we normally do is that we now take your blood sample, we put it to see whether you have released soldiers to fight that one. Once we get the soldiers within that system, we say, okay, you have malaria. But for that expert microscopist, you don't have to. Go you don't. You don't. Process. You don't. You need. You that, that is a long process, and you need an expert to do that for you. Wow, which is very very difficult. Interesting information. And then you go to, to in, in in the state. We have fifteen health facilities. It's each local government in Plateau State have fifteen health facilities that do that test additive for you for free and give you drugs for free. If you are also a pregnant woman, we give you SP. This uh, we call intermittent preventive treatment for pregnant women. We also give you free, mm-hmm. and that's very very important. 
is very, very key. That's the only way you can prevent transmission of malaria from mother to child. So this and happens in primary health care centers. Yes, but we're moving them now back to secondary because... Is it now still if going you are, to be if, free when yes, you move it to secondary? Definitely will be free. Okay. But you, we are still working around to see because, you know, they have what they call drug revolving phone. So we want to see how can we introduce this into their drug revolving phone. And then we also want to move into the private. But you see, for private, we cannot say they should do it for free because there's no free lunch in private. Because they have to pay their, their staffs and they have to do other things. They have to maintain uh, their health facility. Thank you so much for that, uh, Dr. Mr. Christopher Bewa. Thank you for all of the information. And malaria concerns everyone in this part. If you have not had malaria, which is very unlikely, then you sure know somebody who has had malaria. And uh, now is the time to call in with your questions and your yes. contributions. 90 in four places, 99 and 90 Hello and good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for calling in. Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from Titi and T-Junction. Welcome, Sadiq. Go ahead. Yeah, actually, I want to thank and comment your guests for educating us on this issue of malaria. Malaria is a disease that has taken many lives in Nigeria. And eliminating malaria in the two states is something that the government has to contribute. Seeing how dirty our environment is, so we are calling on the government and the people in the community also to make sure that before this coming uh, rainy season, they should keep their environment very, very clean. Seeing how the problem of malaria, anywhere you go in the hospital, you see it. But the question to you is that he said that the, the test of malaria is free. So uh, which, which uh, primary health care, because we have, we have our primary health care in our community here, whereby you if you go there for you, you will see a medical uh, uh, personnel is very, very hard for you. And it is very, very unfortunate that what we will be hearing, the information we will be getting from the uh, 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 radio is very, very far from the reality. So we are urging on the government also to put and enforce the issue of health to be very, very important because health is without health, people are going to be living very, very suffering life. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Sadiq Omar. 090-988-48848 are the numbers to call if you want to contribute. And also 090-556-4-places-99. You can also leave your comments, your questions and contributions on our feedback handle. On Facebook is www.facebook.com forward slash JFMJOS. Instagram and Twitter at JFMJOS. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you and welcome. Good morning and good morning to the doctor in the house. Please come here again around the time. Go ahead, address your concern. Well, uh, thank you for your education. See what I've observed. Who are talking about? I mean, Nigerian health sector. Mm. I'm talking about me, me, me. What about the locality? Is there any way that we bring this fight to the locality? Because, like myself, now, if I have this, I can go and buy this thing or get my doctor. But what about somebody in the locality? 
are we going to make sure that Valeria will not be killing them at random? The point I'm making is that when are we going to derive governor from capital city to locality? We are where we are today because we are not fighting, we are not organizing the society. The way it is in developed nations, look at China, they cannot put their local government, look at the US, look at where the borders, the local. So, why are we going to Liverpool there to make sure that this issue of health sector will boomerang also in Kalan? And is there any effort that we, the Nigerian doctors of Africa, will request to them and make sure that they get their own special malaria treatment or medicine? Thank you very much for your contribution. Okay, um, Mr. Bewa, let's allow you to answer. Respond to especially the last caller. Okay. Let me even start with the first uh, caller. Hmm. Uh, queen, please. Uh, actually, you know, uh, at the beginning of this administration, we actually were uh, the prevalence of malaria and plateau cities around 50, 50, over 50 percent. That means if you run tests for 10 people, mm. five will come down with malaria. But last year, when we had our survey, Plateau State has actually worked hard to bring down that, that, that over 50% to about 29%. So that means if you run tests for 10 people, about uh, two to three will come down with malaria. So that means at least we are, we are, we are, we are going forward. Mm. For the issue of drugs in the health facilities, you see, the thing is, I keep on telling people that malaria still remains a primary health care disease. And why are we placing these drugs in the primary care center? If you go to each local government, you only have one secondary health facility. And in Plateau, particularly, if you are just not here, though just not is blessed with a lot of health facilities. If you go to my place, let's say in Kanke, I'm from Kanke, we don't even have a secondary health facility. So if we said, that's why we place these uh, drugs, particularly in each, in almost wards that is, is, is that are close by, so that at least if you have, but you see, if you have malaria, you come down with fever, you go to those health facilities, they will run tests for you. And then the, the, the test is free, as we have said, and the drug is free in those health facilities. If any other thing is happening, then maybe we're hearing the report for the first time. But no, you still go there, you go to your facilities, and that's why we also we always talk to our media people too. Once in a while you go to those health, you, we can give you the list of those health facilities. We have about 255 in Plateau State. And then if you go there, you get your drugs. Also for the pregnant women, as we have said. But if you go to a secondary facilities, which currently we are not intervening, because our secondary facilities have been reserved to take charge of severe malaria. Then on the second call out, who said, actually, we, are, we have also discussed that with you here, that we need to put our heads together. Most of the drugs that you discovered that they are using currently, this atomicinin, atomicinin was discovered in, 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 in Asia. So in, 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 in Asia, Asia have a lot of malaria. And that's why they work out on their own and now we're using artemisinin combination therapies. Mm. If you go to Center of Excellence in just 
uh, university today, I am very sure you get a lot of anti-malaria that they are also testing. So these are the things that we are saying. We, let's put our heads together and start looking for local solutions. So the thing is that is the main we had to take from Asia. But what were we using? What 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 do we have indigenously that we've been using besides herbs? We know that for a long time, agbo and all the rest is what a lot of people relied on. But our own homemade drugs, do we have any? You know, the thing is that as, as Nigeria as a country, it's not as if we don't have drugs. But you have drugs. The procedure you would take to run and get that drug being registered. As I always say people, we also have what they call the politics of health. You understand? Mm. Which company is spearheading that one? If I'm going to get a drug that will make a drug that is, is sold internationally, that are making a lot of money from it mm. to, 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 to stop selling. Nigeria is a large, it's a large market that you know. And you know that Falsiporum has a prevent uh, uh, of about 99%. So almost everybody, so long as you come in contact with an anopheles, infected anopheles mosquito, you come down with malaria. Let's and take more phone calls then. Zero nine zero. Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Go ahead, Mr. Enenche. Yeah, yes. What would someone do not to have malaria? Uh, uh, what are you going to prevent so that you not contact malaria? Okay. Thank you very much. 090-988-48848 and also 090-556 in four places, 99. Hello and good morning. No, very good morning. Good morning to you. Welcome. Thank you. This is Alex Vigera. I'm calling from Entrela. What you do? Go ahead. Yes, I think uh, I must comment again. He has spoken very well, but uh, I seem to be having problem with this malaria of the test. He said the testing is free, and I can't go last I did the testing free. I remember the last time I did the malaria test. It was. Where, where did you conduct the test? The last time I did was. When I was in the university in permanent site, because we have a card there, and as a student, you can go there for testing. And they don't charge us. But outside the school premises, you know, you have to pay before they carry out the test. Mm. Well, it and, depends uh, secondly, on where you, where you are going, uh, like uh, Mr. Bewa, Mr. Christopher Bewa has said. Yeah. Yes, as I have said, uh, we only have 15 designated health facilities in the states, in, in okay. each local government in Plateau State. So if you okay. are going, and strictly for now, they are only primary health care centers. A lot of us, okay. if we come down with malaria, we go to uh, just university teaching hospitals, you go to Bingham, you go to all other okay. these tertiary health facilities. You pay. Okay. Yes, sir. No, right. And the second thing I want to say is this. Sometimes some of the malaria drugs, these are the malaria drugs. The malaria, in fact, has developed resistance. Sometimes you take them, in fact, the malaria will even get worse. Because I've tried that, I've tried so many of the anti-malaria drugs. Sometimes I even resort to taking from this uh, local app, which sometimes they work for me. Because when you go to the hospital, they'll give you the same anti-malaria drug. You go again, you know, complain about the same thing, they'll still give you another, this in, the same malaria, this in drug. 
which I think I will advise that our researchers should do something about it because the malaria, you know, has developed resistance to some of these drugs. Uh, Alex, let me just uh, uh, say this. Okay, sir. That um, if you have fever, that does not yeah. mean malaria. You must run test, and if the test is positive, then mm. you can treat for malaria. And that's what we continue to say again, that in our designated healthcare facilities. We have WHO certified artemisinin combination therapies. Any other drug you buy outside, which it is not our certified uh, drugs, we don't have uh, to know whether these drugs are fake or they are good drugs. But in our designated health facilities, I am assuring you, one good thing is this. Another thing I will say again, Professor Stephen Oguche, which is our principal investigator on drug efficacy, Plateau State is the center that we test drugs for the whole of North Central Zone. And those drugs are still efficacious and they are still good. They have no any side effects, though there are other minimal side effects due to uh, individual differences. Thank you. All right, thank you too so much. And uh, let's get back to the conversation uh, now. Uh, Mr. Bewa, Mr. Christopher Bewa, let's uh, look at another issue here. Um, let's begin to look at uh, the role government can play because individuals cannot construct drainages. We cannot, uh, we've seen, like I said, the cleanup that we saw in Amadou Belloway. So what role can government begin to play? If the individual has to secure his environment, make sure there's no stagnant water, the, what the individual can do, we've mentioned, what can government now do? Yes, thank you so much uh, for this question. Government is, has been doing a lot to say that at least we fight malaria, but the investment government might put might not be as as what is needed because of other competing demands. But like we said, we have distributed we distributed 2.5 million nets, which I know that your station was also one of the stations that helped us during that distribution to create a lot of awareness to people to mobilize and also ensure that uh, they use those drugs. They use those uh, uh, nets. And that is a very huge contribution. A net, one net, as you see, is cost about, uh, for now, it's about 1,750 naira. And these things have been given free. Uh, people have been, you, you, you recruit. For you to distribute that large quantity of nets, you need to you recruit about 21,000 people. Mm. Then, again, to prevent malaria, we, we, are, we, are, we are also going to implement what they call the seasonal malaria chemotherapy in Plateau State. And as we are talking, the, the micro-planning is ongoing in the 17 local government. We want to know the number of children that we have in each of these wards, in each of these settlements, and that is a lot of resources. And once we've reached that one, we now mobilize and take these commodities down to those uh, communities and distribute. And you need for you to do about five rounds of distribution. You know, it's a lot of, and you see, huge resources. Let's say even you are going to reuse people and pay them 1,000 naira per round. If you employ, let's say, 8,000 people and you pay them 1,000 naira per round, that's about 8 million. 
Another round is eight million. Another round is eight million. Another round that's times five. But it's even it it, 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 it will cost far 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 more than that. Another other preventive measures that we are doing is what we call the intermittent preventive uh, treatment for pregnant women, and that's what I've been hammering because. That is the only way you can prevent mother-to-child infection. And that's why you have this, you know, a lot of time you see they, they give birth to a child and the child have this very low birth weight. And strictly that is caused by malaria. And even for human capital development, if you deplete, the, if you allow the children under five to die before their fifth birthday, where are you going to get the manpower who is going to work for tomorrow, today? Zoe, you are here. Chris is here because we survived our fifth birthday. Mm. And as I'm talking to you, very soon, we are hoping that very, very soon, we are also, and we are, okay, by, before the end of this year, we are also going to reintroduce routine distribution. You know that this, the impact of COVID 19, as we are saying, we've not even said much of them. During COVID 19, a lot of factories were closed in Europe outside this, even within the country. So even the needs that we need to do for our tunnel distribution, the government normally procure and bring, and we distribute to pregnant women and children who just finish immunization. You, we cannot even get it because nobody is there to do the, the production. And very, we are going, and as, as we hope, we are also going to do that one. To have somebody to, that you come to hospital to treat you, to test you, you know, that is solely the effort of the government. All right. So, solely yes. the, but can government do any more than it has done at the moment? Government should, we are, in fact, all the time we are advocating, we are advocating to the government to do more. 15 health facilities in the state, in, in each local government is very, very low. Because until we get this thing very close to the people, a lot of people... Let me tell you how poor Nigerians are. A lot of people cannot even afford ordinary going money to take them to that health facility. Oh dear. And what we need is to even see if we can recruit role model caregivers. We have a lot of uh, educated people who at least can run RDT. We can teach them to run RDT within a community. And if government can support also in that effort, we train these people. A lot of retired nurses are at home. A lot of retired doctors are at home. Mm. They don't even need money. All we need is to give them commodities, and that can also bring down the 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 the, 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 the prevalence of malaria in the community. All right. Hello and good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Thank you. For good morning. Your guest, uh, very well. I think the problem we have in Nigeria is that we are not uh, after prevention. You know, we are more interested in curative methods, and prevention is better than cure. You know, sometimes you find in some houses, you know, this tire, like bad tires from the cars. Mm. Some of them remove it, leave it in the compound. When it rains, it gathers um, uh, um, some water there. They, they, they will notice it. Too. Then it will be beating mosquitoes. Sometimes they have uh, uh, all these uh, booties, containers for putting water outside without covers. You know, we are a bit careless. Then the gutters, we don't even, uh, most, uh, very soon the rain will start. Nobody is uh, cleaning up the gutters and all that. So we have given forbidding of our mosquitoes. So we are more interested in procuring necks and people. And then the necks even. Some people don't even know how to use it well. 
And then the number of nurses you're saying, is there's no, it's not possible to even be able to give me enough nurses. I know that the last time they gave you, they did it, the ration bit, you know, if you're more than two or what, or three, or six or seven, they said they'll give you three nurses. Then even at that, the husband and wife, they sleep on one bed. They don't, they don't sleep with their children, especially people who have a age. Then the children, the nurses, will it go down? It's only those who are well off that can still add more nets, you know? Some don't even have uh, the, the kind of bed that can allow them to use that net you know, because of the level of poverty. So there are a lot of issues. I don't know why all these money people are using to procure net and all that. Because we always get that we are a bigger nation. Sorry to use that term. You know, dependent, dependency. Why can't you find a vaccine? I was surprised in one of the health uh, listing talks you know, on one of the media, you know? They mentioned one country like that. I don't know whether you're aware. One country, they said they are able to, you know, provide a vaccine for malaria. Why don't you work towards that? And we can do it. All right. Thank you so much for your contribution, Madam Madam. Madam Madam, let me just uh, uh, answer what you've said. As I've said, the vaccine is available, but it's still on trial. That's why Ghana. Ghana. You see, the, another problem we are having in country is the ability, inability of Nigerian system to have a well-dedicated data system. Mm. Everybody that is giving a vaccine will need a record. And our system, we are very poor in documentation. And nobody, if I'm today, as Chris, I'm going to do a research on such a thing. I will need a place that have proper documentation, proper evidences to show that what I'm doing is doing properly. Like the issue of tire and the rest. We also discussed that here and we said the environmental health uh, practitioners that used to go around but you see the thing is that I also disabuse our minds of people because sanitation is a way of life. It is not an enforcement activity. You are supposed to keep your environment clean. Do you know, let me even give you this one. That's why we call a, a, a current that if now I did not sleep, I, I did not bath before sleeping, and I did not brush before sleeping, and we slept on the same bed with somebody who has bath and brush, the number of mosquitoes that will prey on me will be more than that on that person. So sanitation yes, on, on its own, you have supposed to help yourself. All right, Fam Chris Bewa, one last thing now. Um, we've looked, we've seen fundings, we've seen donations. What will be our likely fate now if donations and interventions reduce? Because this ownership at some point, even the, those giving us the grants and these donations and interventions expect us after pumping these funds, they expect us to take ownership. How are we taking ownership of this? And if these funds do not continue rolling in, what is our fate? Let me give you. Uh, let me give, just give you this good uh, example. You know, during Donald Trump, Donald Trump make it that uh, money resources for, of America is for Americans, not for any other person. And now, what uh, donor agencies are doing is that if I bring ten thousand naira next year, I will bring eight thousand. You bring two thousand. Mm. We continue to do it like that until the last five days, five years. You get the, pay ten thousand naira. 
all that we are calling is that let government also rise up to responsibility. And when we are saying government, we don't mean Platusa government alone. Local Platusa is made of 17 local government. All the local government chairmen must also invest in health and also invest in malaria. Mm. And everybody, individuals, we have people that are rich enough in this state to also do what other uh, developed nations are doing. Let's please contribute. Before, we used to have people that do those things. We used to have people like Musa Bagos, who also contribute. The Emir of Wazir particularly was giving us SP for pregnant women in Plateau State. But all these things have come to stop. And we're asking, what is happening? Please don't forget us. All right. Thank you so much. This is how it's been this Thursday morning. We hope we have given you enough information to make better informed decisions, especially concerning malaria, which is so prevalent in Nigeria on the plateau. And so with that being said, up next comes news top of the hour. And after that, the midday show with Ogidigo. Keep your dial locked right here. This is your Morning Angel signing out. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcasts.